MLM Nation, episode 767. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, have you checked out the daily newsletter yet? Hey, it's free. I've been getting awesome feedback. I put network marketing in a fun way. And also, you're going to learn daily tips as well. And the best part is you can go through it in two or three minutes. If you haven't received it yet, go to MLMNation.com, hit subscribe, and be delivered to your email inbox five days a week. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan. I'm fired up to bring our special guest today from Manila, Philippines. We have Tina Rodil. Hey, Tina, are you ready to make it happen? Yes, Simon. I am really, really very honored to be here today. And I'm so excited to share my story to MLM Nation. You know, when I was new in the business, I listened to your podcast almost every day. And it helped me to stay motivated and to continue in my business. And I am here right now and I am so excited. Tina Rodil was working her dream job as a certified public accountant for a big central bank. She loved the challenges and the money. However, everything changed when she became a mom and found out that her nanny was beating her six-month-old baby. It was around this time she was introduced to network marketing. Though she was initially skeptical, she became more open-minded as she learned more about the benefits of our profession. Tina got started but didn't have much success in the beginning, especially since she was an introvert. But she persisted and stayed consistent. And today, she's a full-time leader and a multiple six-figure earner. Tina and her family live in Manila, Philippines. So, Tina, welcome to MLM Nation. Congrats. But uh, I shared with everyone a brief background. But take us more. How did you go from being a CPA to what you're doing now? Yes, Simon. You know, um, I've shared this story many, many times. Me and my husband got married late in life. So our ultimate goal, Simon, was actually to have a baby. And, you know, I got pregnant after uh, one year of being married. We were so excited. But, you know, uh, we had experienced a lot of difficulties with my first pregnancy. There was delay in the baby's growth. There was abnormalities. And I had uh, I was hospitalized for early contractions. You no, know, we had these this huge problems when I was pregnant. You know, but the baby was perfectly healthy when I gave birth. But so we named him actually Sean Christopher. Sean means God is gracious and Christopher means bearer of Christ. We were so happy about it that he was like a miracle baby for us. But you know, Simon, the reality of having a job uh, that we need to go back to, you know, to our work after giving birth. In the Philippines, Simon, we only have two months maternity leave and one week paternity leave. So, of course, we need to find a nanny to take care of our son. Um, and our scenario every day was we leave for work at 6.30 in the morning and our babies is still asleep that time. And we return home at like 8 or 9 p.m. And our baby is already asleep. You know? So, we installed a CCTV so we can watch what is happening to our baby when we were not around. And, you know, the sad thing was that nanny who did that to our son uh, she was able to stay in our house for one month because, you know, that month that that incident happened, um, we were so busy with work. So we were very, very sad and guilty during that time. So, you know, when all these things happened, I realized, yes, I love my job. 
may prestigious career, may high salary, may good position. But I realized nothing can compare to really being there to take care of my children, to take care of my son. So my paradigm really shifted. So it was like an instant change of mindset, Simon. So that's the background. So for me, it was not really hard to start finding other things to do aside from my job or in place of my job because it's all about my son, my miracle baby. So yeah. that's the background. How did you discover network marketing? Who told you about it? Yeah, I was invited to network marketing by my cousin and my close friend. I call him Doc Edu because he's a PhD graduate. So he went to our house. Actually, it was 9.30 in the evening when he went to my house and he was so excited about this opportunity. He told me we will be rich when we join this business. And, you know, I was very, persist- very, very reluctant. I was an auditor before Simon, so it was my nature to be skeptic. And actually, I did not listen to the whole presentation. It's like I listened for only five minutes. I went to my room and slept. So it was my husband who listened to the presentation. And they started at 9.30 in the evening and they finished like 12 midnight. So he came to my room. He woke. Yeah, it was so long. He came to my room. He woke me up and he was so excited. He told me that he will join. But you know what I did, Simon? I stopped him. I stopped him. I told him, I'm going to give birth. I was eight months pregnant that time. So I told him, we will use the money instead for my delivery, for, for the hospital bill. And we don't even drink vitamins. So what are we going to do with all those supplements? So unfortunately, Simon, my husband listened to me. So we were not able to join uh, that moment. But mm. you know, my, my friend, my cousin, he did his follow-up job so well. So he was very persistent. He kept kept on updating me about the business. He kept on going to our house, even though I always say no. He kept on showing us his income. He will show his income. And you know what I did? I asked for the passbook. I want to see the actual income on the passbook. And he'll, he will show it to me like he's earning $400 a week, $500 a week, $1,000 a week. So I realized that time, Simon, that what if this thing is real? So I told my husband, Daddy, what if this is real? What if all the dreams he's saying will happen to him? Hmm. So I told my husband, I don't just want to, you know, stand by on the sideline and watch all his dreams come true. I have to be there and I have to be also successful like him. So that's how it started. That's how we got involved in the business. How long did it take from the first time you were eight months pregnant, you said no, you prevented a husband from joining until you finally joined? It took us six months before mm. uh, we, we finally joined. And once you joined, you didn't have success yet because you were still part-time. You still needed the nanny, correct? Uh, no, no, Simon. I When I started, I had no zero week. I always have income because... No, I'm a competitive type of person. Although it was really, really very hard, Simon. My son was uh, six months old that time. Uh, the beating incident actually happened. I was already part of the business. But, you know, uh, uh, it was like um, not that all in because I'm part-time. I'll do the business like 10 hours a week or seven hours a week only. But I still already have income that time, you know, because I was very passionate in uh, sharing the opportunity you know, my, my cousin did also well in also did well in guiding me, so I was able to really build the business uh, during that time. 
A lot of people struggle. Why do you think you were able to get consistent income right away while a lot of people are stuck? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, the first trials that we encounter in this business, I think, is rejection and criticism. I I think I can handle that because, you know, when I started my network marketing business, I'm not a, a very young person that time. I'm already 31 years old. And, you know, I can handle you reject me, you criticize me. It won't really affect me on, on my uh, goal of really building the business. And if people can do this, if they are earning, because, you know, during that time, I attend a lot of trainings. I'm, I'm a lover of training and growth, so I don't really miss any training. So when I see that this there, there is this person who was a former janitor and right now earning this huge amount of money. And of course, I studied all the, the compensation plan. I studied the financial statements. You know, I think that is one of my uh, advantage because I'm an accountant. So I know how to read financial statements. And I studied the company and I realized, oh, this company is really going to be for the long term. And... Yeah, I, I did it part-time. So my background, I guess, really helped me. And of course, my resiliency as well. That was built with me ahead of time. Yeah. So you basically build your belief because you studied the financial statements. Yes. Uh, and then your belief in the company and the profession grew. Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked I worked out on my belief really, really hard when I was starting my business. Because, of course, I don't want to go there in the presentation while persuading people and still persuading myself. I need to be all in 100%. So rejections and criticism, it was not really an issue for me because I really did all those trainings. I attended every training that I can attend to. We, I can stay up to 2 a.m. in Makati, in the office, to attend trainings. Even I have a baby that time. So no excuses when I was starting. A lot of people uh, have difficulty with rejection. What advice can you give them? Yeah, yeah. For those people who find rejections hard or who experience a lot of rejections, uh, number one is really the mindset. Rejection is not about us being rejected. It's not about Tina being rejected. They are just rejecting the idea or the opportunity. And you know, I always believe there are five kinds of people we can encounter while doing the business. Number one are people who are looking zone and who are not negative like me who are not negative in, in business or in sales and marketing business. So if you find these people who are looking zone and who are not negative, they will be joining on the spot or immediately after your presentation. The second type of person are looking zone. They want to get rich. They want to have additional income. But like me, they are very skeptic. So they need to see evidences of the long term, of the stability of the business. They need to see that this is legit. So if you will be able to present with them all this data, they will join. Probably not on the spot, but basically they will join. The third type of person, they may not be interested with business, but they will like to use the product. They, they are health conscious or whatever products you have, they are interested to use the product. They will still join. The fourth kind of person, they may not join the business. They're not interested with the products, but they will be helping you. They will be referring you to people. So I have those kinds of clients in my list, in my, in my organization. And the fifth type, these are persons who are not really interested at all with anything. So if you encounter these people, just say next. No? So, but uh, the first person, this is who we like to present. This is the person we want to talk to. And how are we going to encounter this number one and number two person? It's numbers game. Mm. So it's numbers game. So rejections happen 
if we talk to small group of people or if the person we are talking to is not really the dreamer type of the person or the person with dreams because you know this business is really not for everyone this business is for people who have dreams and who are willing to work hard to make those dreams come true yes that's i think that's a good point it's not for everyone people who have dreams and willing to work and make this uh make the sacrifices and not making excuses yes. yeah yes. what was uh what was a turning point for you where things really start taking off for you like you had some consistent uh, that consistent checks. What's the turning point where things really took off? I think I have a lot of turning points, Simon. What was no your first, oh, so what was your first one that got you to earning a small little weekly check to like a full-time check? Yeah, yeah. So I, I think my, my turning point happened during the convention. No, I, because I really love to attend training. I have no excuses when it comes to conventions. Even it's international. So I, we would go as far as going abroad just to attend conventions. Um, I, I had attended this one event and there was this woman, uh, also a mom with her son. They shared their story on stage during that uh, convention. And um, that woman experienced an improvement in the health of his child. So they testify on stage, they gave their talk, and then that woman is already a... Uh, high-ranking uh, person in the organization, in the in the business. So when I saw that, I was just, uh, I think, earning like $100 per week that time or $200 that time. So not big, not that big. But when I saw that woman gave her talk and when I saw the, the, the life, the change in her life, the transformation she experienced in her personal life, in her financial life, so that was the moment I was I became so inspired, Simon. And you know what I did when I went back to Manila? How important is consistency to success? Uh, it's very, very important, Simon, because uh, in this in success, uh, either this business or other field, it's not that one time big stuff that we do that will make us successful. Just like in in school, um, we need to really work hard every single day. That's when the magic will happen because I believe it's it's how God created us. It, it, I mean, it's the nature of everything He created. Everything that is uh, worth it takes time. Everything that is important, everything that that is huge, it will take consistent daily effort for it to really be a success in the future. How do you stay consistent? Though you're busy, you're a mom, you have so many stuff. How do you stay consistent? Oh, I always start with prayer. Because, you know, it can be overwhelming most of the time, Simon. It's not easy. I, now I have a one-year-old baby who I uh, uh, take care of. Um, it's not really easy to become a mom and uh, a business person at the same time. And I have this team. It's like also my children. So, you know, uh, the number one thing I always do is every day before doing anything, I always I go back to my creator. You know, I'm, I'm a believer of, uh, you know... Um, I have this faith that uh, I always need to really have this devotion every morning, to go back to my core every morning, to understand myself more, to understand my purpose every single day. So I do this uh, devotion every day. So that's the one thing that's really helping me. And I do meditation and I do self-development every day. Particularly, I listen to audio. I have this favorite audio and motivational talks that I listen to every morning. 
you know, if I will not do this, I don't know if I can keep my sanity with all this responsibility. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I just enjoy it. Uh, and I, I think this um, routine really is helping me every single day. Oh, how many kids do you have? I have two. The, my two. eldest, the, the miracle baby boy is now 11 years old and the youngest wow. is one year old. 11 and one year old. Definitely not easy. Definitely need prayer and guidance for that. Yeah. running a business. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is my favorite question. Um, so you've been in, doing this for like about 12 years, right? What is your worst, worst moment? Oh. To the point that maybe you had doubts about this and you wanted to quit, but you didn't quit. And that's yeah, yeah. why you're the leader you are today. Yes, Simon. My most challenging moment happened when I was like four years in the business. I experienced two major attritions. So it was not just a person, it was a total group of people. So it really affected my belief about my capabilities, whether I will really succeed in this industry. Because you know what I told you earlier, uh, if it's about rejections and criticisms, I can handle that, Simon. But you know, I gave time to these people. I supported them all the way so that they can build the business. And you know, I'm a wife and a mom, but I would go as far as sleeping in their in my associate's house you know i will i do that i slept in their houses because it's located in provinces away from manila like three hours or four hours drive from manila so i'm willing to sleep in my associate's house so the following morning i'll be ready for the next presentation or training and then i cannot count the number of times i slept in gasoline station inside my car So I don't have to go back to Manila to drive back and forth because I have presentation and training the following morning. I did that. And you know, before this business, Simon, I have a prestigious career. So I was a former bank examiner at the Central Bank. But you know, I was willing to do all this stuff and sacrifices just to help them out to build the business. But still, they quit. And it was very frustrating for me. Uh, I cried so many times during the time. And I also thought of quitting. Maybe this is not really for me. The business is not, you know. But, you know, Simon, this is also the moment. This was the moment when I learned that I really need to choose the right people. So mm. that's the moment I understand the importance of choosing the right people. It's like if I give my 100%, that person should also give his 100%. You know, before I accept everyone, anyone. So, but now I understand that I need to choose the right people. So that's the most important lesson I learned from that experience. And the second important lesson I learned was about the big word leadership. Uh, you know, leadership was leadership in this industry is very, very different from the leadership in the job where I came from. Here I learned that leadership involves influence. Coaching, mentoring, and problem solving. So it was really, 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 really di different. So that's it. Yes. Um. When when they had group attrition, did it, did they just quit or they went to another company? Was it no? They they just they just quit. They just quit. Yeah. They're yeah. very disheartening. But I like what you said. Leadership is different from a company, like working a job. Because often that leadership is given by your title, your rank, yes. like a title leadership, right? You may not have like necessarily lead people but you have a high rank you're a leader but here no one really respects you unless you coach them you meant like you said mentor them and you solve problems the three yes. things yes really That's good true. hey ml nation what's something we all have in common 
We want to be successful and we like to also have fun. And that's why I've created my ML Nation daily newsletter. It comes out to you free five days a week. And I put network marketing in a fun way and also share daily tips and make it quick for you to go through in two or three minutes. Uh, this has been the one of the biggest projects I've worked on in years. It took me over four months of researching, thinking, planning to put it together. Initially, I had tons of ideas. Then I realized I put tons of it in there. You're busy. You're not going to go through it. So I made it fun, quick, and easy for you to get daily tips and have a good laugh as well. Hey, best of all, it's free. Share this with your friends and your team. And how do you get it? Just go to mlnation.com, hit subscribe, and it'll be delivered to your email every single day. Hey, thank you so much for your time. You've been amazing. Uh, as we wrap up the show, some quick questions to pick your brain, okay? Uh, and these can be quick answers. So the first one is, what is your favorite? I know you listen to a lot of personal development. What's your favorite quote that motivates you? Mm, my favorite quote um, is... Uh... Wait, I actually typed it here. Wait, this is the... My favorite quote is, some people dream of success while other people get up every morning and make it happen. Mm. So that is my favorite quote because I believe that in order for us to succeed, we need to work hard every day even when no one is looking, even when no one is there to push us or motivate us. We should learn how to motivate ourselves. You know, Simon, I always tell my associates that if they have problem like financial problem, no angel will go down from heaven and tell them, oh, it's a pity you have that problem. Here is $5,000 or $10,000 for you to pay that debt. So I always tell them it will not work that to go out there, roll your sleeves and do the be in, be in the battlefield and make things happen. So that's why I believe we need to get up every morning, so consistently every morning, and make it happen. What's one habit that's helped you become successful? The one habit that really um, helped me become successful is the daily personal development. I made it a habit to read and listen to audio every single day for years now. Um, because, you know, I believe in this industry or... I think in any other field, there is always so much to learn. We cannot really stop learning. Um, and this uh, network marketing or MLM industry, this really demands continuous growth. And that's it. I also do meditation and I read the Bible every day. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Mm, this advice is actually not directly given to me. I heard this from, you know, Catriona Gray. So she's the Miss Universe from the Philippines. So during her introductory video in the Miss Universe pageant, she told uh, about the his father, her father. So, you know, I, my, I lost my father, Simon, when I was nine years old. So every time I hear a father, like, um, telling advices to the son or daughter, so I always very keen to listen. So according to Catriona Katriona Grace, Dad, the longest journey starts with a single step. So when you have a dream or an ambition and it's so far away and it's so high up, you can feel overwhelmed. But when you look at it at, as just one step at a time, one day you're going to look up from your feet and you'll be at your destination. So, you know, I, I don't know, but that really caught me. 
So every time I'm overwhelmed by by my goals or by the tasks in front of me, I just uh, tried to really work on it one step at a time, like one day at a time, one week at a time. And then it's amazing. Uh, when I look at it, it's done and I already got my goal and I already finished the task. So I think that that advice is really working for me as well. What's your favorite prospecting tool? So say you have a qualified prospect. You do a one-on-one meeting face-to-face or you do Zoom. Do you send a video first? Uh, what do you like to use? Actually, Simon, I, I mix and match because we have different types of clients. So it depends upon the client that I have or the prospect that I want to, to get. So, But my favorite is really face-to-face. For me, nothing beats uh, meeting the person being sh- sharing the same room and the same energy with the person and uh you know being able to really talk heart to heart with the person or really connect uh, in a deeper level with the person so face to face is really um my my preference but of course i use social media i prospect through facebook through different events but i would always be there to meet them after connecting with them What's your favorite app on your phone that's not a social media app? My favorite app on my phone that is not a social media app, um, actually, it's the the Bible, Simon. And of course, podcast. I listen to a lot of audio and, of course, the, the Bible. What are two or three audios you could recommend? Uh, I can give the name, that, that name of yeah. the audio. Yeah, I, I love uh, uh, Jim Rohn. He, all, all his trainings, I, all, I listen to every training of Jim Rohn. I also love Joel Austin. So yep. I listen to Joel Austin almost every day. And um, the other one is, um, I, I, it varies. Sometimes I listen to Tony Robbins, sometimes to the podcast, sometimes to trainings that I recorded earlier. But my most important one, ones are that um, Jim Rohn and uh, Joel Austin. What are two or three books you could recommend? Um, the, the book that really helped transform me, actually, uh, in 2019, this really helped me in my major, major promotion and my uh, major, major, you know, I was able to double my income and hit significant growth after reading the book of Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. Because I have this, um, my, my income became stagnant for four years. But after reading this book, it helped me to set new sets of goals and to create uh, new sets of beliefs that supported my goal. So it was Awakened, it's Awakened the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. And um, number two is the Bible again. Yes. Because I think everything is there. And number three, Atomic Habits. Mm. Yes. Yeah, because you know, uh, it's really all about the consistency, the, the the daily habits that will make us successful. It's it's not really the one time big time, but it's the consistent habit that we do every single day. The the thing that we do, that many people do not want to do. That's actually what will make us successful. Being and consistent on yeah. Sorry. And here's the last question, the million dollar question. You ready? Uh, yes, Simon, I'm ready. So imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. 
You didn't know your son. You didn't know your husband. You were like an alien that was on another planet. So your contact list was zero. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do or the first place you go to find prospects and build a network marketing business from scratch? I would look for and probably participate in any events where business people meet and network. So, you know, um, actually in Facebook, we can see that in events. So I, I would look for any events that, that where there are business people. And also, I will probably join clubs, which are health and wellness oriented, like gym, dance group, or badminton club. Because like what I said before, choosing the right people is critical for success in this industry. And I would love to work with people who have dreams, who are driven, and people who are also willing to grow. So that's it. Hey, thank you so much. As you wrap up, any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Uh, uh, before I give my uh, last words or parting message, Simon, again, thank you so much for this opportunity to share my story. I feel so honored and privileged to be here. And to all the listeners of uh, this podcast, I want to tell you that um, we have the power to change our lives. So for parents who are working an 8 to 5 job and you feel that you don't have quality time with your children, I would like to tell you that there is a way out. So we did it. I started with a dream, with a goal, and then we work hard for it. And right now, we are enjoying every milestone with our children. Don't listen to negative people or even to your mind telling you that you can't do it because you can. If you can think about it, of course, you can have it. Because after the dream, you just have to work hard for it. Just like in any other job or business, we need to work hard. And the question is, uh, will that thing you are working hard for right now, will that thing really give you your dreams? Because if not, I always tell my associates that the clock is ticking and we can never bring back time. So choose very, very wisely and make those dreams come true. Yes, That's and what's the best way our listeners and viewers can connect with you? They can connect with me through my Facebook account. So my Facebook name is Tina, T-I-N-A, Munda Dash Rodil. So Munda is spelled like M-U-N-D-A Dash R-O-D-I-L. So Tina Munda Rodil. So I do most, uh, I am, you can connect with me on Facebook. Hey, ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you'll be hanging with Tina Rodil. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.com, click on the podcast tab and the show notes to this episode or the links to uh, the books that Tina recommended and also the link to her Facebook is there. Definitely follow her and connect with her. Hey, in order to be successful in life and business and network marketing, you must help others. So Tina, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much and God bless you. Thank you so much, Simon. Pleasure is mine. God bless you. Hey, ML Nation, before we wrap up, make sure you check out the new daily newsletter from ML Nation. This is one of the biggest projects I've worked on in years. It took me maybe four months just to get the first issue out and it's all delivered to you for free. If you like ML Nation podcast, you are going to love the daily newsletter because I'm going to give you quick tips in a really fun way. And the best part of this, it takes only two to three minutes to go over it. So anyway, go check it out. Go to mlnation.com.
Hey, MLM Nation, Simon Chan. Have a great show from Tina Rodil. And uh, there are awesome stuff about overcoming rejection. Also, lessons about, you know, overcoming uh, the, the follow-ups, right? Over How to persistently keep following up. That was a big part. You know, one thing that we didn't mention on the show was her, cous- uh, her cousin that recruited also a big, big-time leader. And they know that, hey, prospecting is about timing. Right, she wasn't open into it. She had a great job, but when she was pregnant, all of a sudden she was open to things. And she, her husband wanted to join. She didn't want to join, but this her upline, her spot, her cousin kept on following up and took about like a what, couple of months, six months before they finally got started in the business. And uh, just updating, always sharing wins, sharing success stories, right? Letting them know that hey, and it's just a matter of timing. And when the timing was right, she got started. Uh, she gave great advice about talking about rejection. Like, number one is when people are rejecting, I mean, this helped me out a lot. Is number one, they're not rejecting you. They're just rejecting the opportunity, the business. So don't take it personal. And you're really looking for five people. I like the breakdown, right? The people who are in the looking zone who are not negative, they're open-minded uh, and ready. And these are the ones you want to spend time with. Number two is the looking zone, but they're skeptical. And so someone like Tina was that. She was skeptical, but just need evidence and repeated follow-ups. Um, number three was the people who are they're not interested, but maybe can have influence and give you some referrals, right? Number four is maybe they're not interested. You can just try the product. That's a, You can try the customer approach. And number five, you can tell they're totally not interested. They're negative. These are people you just say, move on, next, move on. Because you want to spend your time wisely with the people that deserve it. You want to spend the ones who are in the looking zone. Um, and you know, she's, I like what she said. Business is not for everyone. The business is not for everyone. It's looking for those who have big dreams and are willing to work for the dreams. Her turning point was going to events. We talked about this over and over again. Events, events, events. Make sure you attend your company event. Make sure you attend generic events. Because events are when you capture. It's not what you learn. It's the motions. People think you go to events. Oh, I can learn this on the live stream. Yeah, yeah, but it's the motions. Being in the room that she heard from someone that was just like her changed her life. And when she did that, she made an emotional decision. Like, hey, I can do this. She immediately quit her job and made, made things happen, right? So make sure attend events. Uh, consistency, your leaders are consistent, have a routine. She shared her routine, you know, her prayer, her meditation, her uh, self-development. That's a big part of it. Um, also, her worst moments. You know, we we'll all go through tough moments, uh, but it's not like giving up, but asking yourself, how can you be better? What are you learning? She learned to be a better leader, right? She learned to work with better, better people. And that was her. Uh, otherwise, Tina would not be where she is today. So awesome stuff there. Um, yeah. You know, I think I love what she said. We have the power to change our lives, right? And that's the incredible part of it. But we have to stay consistent. And if you're going through challenges, ask yourself, how can you be better? And you have to work for it. You have to pay the price for success. She definitely paid it for price for success. I don't know if you heard. She didn't. She can do all this stuff for her kids now. But there was a time where she did not spend much time with her kid. Um, but she made that success. And now she's one of the wealthiest and the most time freedom for her time flexibility, time freedom for uh, people in the Philippines. So that was really incredible. Anyway, thanks again for Tina. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Hey, these episodes take a lot of my time. I'm doing this on a Sunday night. Uh, Tina's doing it right in the Monday, where she's got to take her one month, um, I think you have to put her one month old kid to nap. So we're givers. So, hey, this is not free. All we ask, you don't need to pay me any money, but please leave us a review, okay? Yeah, whatever, if you're listening on a podcast, leave us a review. Go to our YouTube channel, ML Nation. Let's go subscribe. 
drop in the comment. Let us know how you like this and leave us a review on the podcast wherever I listen to every, watch every one of them. And make sure you head over to mlnation.com and go and follow Tina Rodeo and uh, reach out to her if you want to learn more. So anyway, appreciate you for listening. Thank you for watching on, on the YouTube channel as well. Make sure you apply what you learn and go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life. God bless you all.